longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. I don't know about you guys, but October is the best month of the year because Halloween is right around the corner. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kid Network. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and today the theme for our show is about my favorite holiday, Halloween. And... Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Today here we have Devin Hunter, and Devin is a modern witch and psychic medium who has been working with the public for over 13 years. He is the author of The Witch's Book of Power and the host of the AV Club favorited podcast, The Modern Witch. And The Witch's Book of Power shares the secrets to unlocking the witch power within you, offering specific techniques for working with personal cosmic and ally energies to realize your full magical potential. Witchcraft isn't always about the search for enlightenment. Sometimes it's about power and the path to obtaining it. So tell us about your podcast, Devin. I thought that was very interesting to hear that you have one of those. Yeah, uh, The Modern Witch is, uh, I, I'm very blessed and lucky to have some of the mm-hmm. t- top ratings in the, the, the genre that we're in. Hundreds of thousands of people listen to every show. It's, it's we're just really That's blessed awesome. to have such a great network of people. Yeah, um, and I started it really just kind of um, in a spare closet um, a couple of years <laughs> ago with with just like one of those bad mics you get from from uh, yeah, Best yeah. Buy and. And it worked. Um, and then I just kind of took off. And a couple of years ago, uh, the AV Club um, picked us up and, and then it all just kind of took off. That's really cool. That's awesome. So what really enlightened you to start a podcast? You know, you wrote a book. What really gave you the passion for, hey, I should start a podcast and see if people would listen? I've been working with people for a really long time and uh, we, you know, have sessions and, and working with clients as a mm-hmm. professional psychic and medium, but also as a witch. And a lot of the similar, a lot of similar things would come up in, in uh, my sessions with people. A lot of issues about uh, just kind of self-empowerment and how do I deal with uh, negative people and, and how do I look at things from, you know, uh, kind of an alternative spiritual perspective. So I, I thought, well, you know, why not sit down and, and actually record some some episodes of, of you know, mm-hmm. the podcast and just kind of see where it goes. And that way I could send my clients and I could send my students to some of these pre-recorded shows. And then it just kind of took off from there. So um, it, it really started off as just a, a way of that I could uh, help some of my clients a little further when they got home after our session. And, yeah. and it turned into something way bigger. That's so cool. That's super cool how you've been really successful with it. Did you have any other people who had podcasts as well give you any tips or tricks on how to do like this? You know, I was a lone agent, so I was ah. definitely the guy um, that uh, went and got uh, podcasting for dummies and <laughs> uh, figured it out the hard way. But, you know, there's a lot of really great companies out there. It's a lot easy. Um, and uh, there's actually a really great network of, of witches and, and other people who are like mine who do podcasts. So once I got mm-hmm. into the, the, the market, so to speak, there were a lot of people who were more than willing to help me answer some That's questions. Awesome. But in the beginning, definitely on my own. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's kind of a trial and error kind of thing. I know how that feels. So what is a witch? You know, you were talking about, um, you know, the community that you belong to. What exactly is a witch? 
I think it's really important that witches get to define who they are for themselves. Um, just mm-hmm. as much as we we want to think of, you know, I want to be able to define my my sexual identity or my gender, you know, for myself. I, I think when it comes yeah. to spirituality, we should be expecting the same. Um, and so for me, being a witch is all about choosing to live a life that is full of self-empowerment, um, mm-hmm. that takes a look at some of those those not-so-fun things about the the human mind, our, you know, our anger issues and our yeah. fear and depression and and, and you know, as a witch, we look at those things and say, these can be uh, tools to work with. You know, if we looked at them and we worked through some of the issues surrounding them, we could really mm-hmm. empower ourselves so that we're not an angry person or an upset person. And then, you know, to get to some of the fun stuff, so, uh, you know, we talk about spells and and, and mm-hmm. uh, working magic. That's a big part of what we do um, in correlation to the idea of self-development and, and working on bettering ourselves. So, oh. you know. Witches are, we're all different. Uh, I don't think, mm-hmm. I think you could, you could stick two witches in a room and, and you'd find five different, you know, uh, versions of witchcraft. Um, yeah. And so we're all very unique. But um, I think for the most part, we all tend to center around this idea that we ourselves have the ability as, as human beings to alter and affect the world around us with our thoughts yeah, and our deeds. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that. You know, we could all do better no matter who we are, no matter what community we're a part of. Um, There's always some good that we could do. And there's really always room for discovering more about yourself. And uh, there's definitely always more room to really find find out about who you are, um, you know, just who you could be as a person, which I think is so awesome how you explain that, you know. There's always uh, room for enlightenment and empowerment. So talk to us about the Witches Ball in New Orleans. You raise money. Um, what exactly do you raise money for? We raise money for the homeless in New Orleans. Um, if you've ever been to New Orleans, it's it's uh, one of those cities that, that attracts a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially after the, the hurricane and some of the things that we've, we've kind of experienced the last decade or so, um, the city's still rebuilding and there's still a big homeless population mm-hmm. there. So uh, we uh, get together. There are witches from all over the world. People, I mean, we have witches flying in from Germany and Denmark and France. It's crazy. Um, and it's this really swanky event that happens um, in the French Quarter, just a couple of blocks away from Anne Rice's house, and uh, we have this big mansion, and we we go and we there's live music all night long, and open uh, open bar, and it's just a really good time. Um, and we That's raise cool. money for the homeless there. So every year uh, since I've been involved, this is year five, I believe, um, being mm-hmm. the MC, um, we are able to raise several thousand dollars that go into actually helping put clothes on on people's backs, helping them you know get what they need in, in order yeah. to survive. That's wonderful. That's so awesome. And we actually have Brigitte here now, uh, and she has a question that she'd like to ask hello. about the, the Witches' Ball. Yes, hello, Brigitte. Oh, hi. Yeah, well, it's it's great that you're doing all of this and, you know, able to benefit the homeless with your venue and everything. Uh, I actually have a quick question uh, on a different route about, like, the goth subculture. Uh, I know it's a little bit of a tangent, but um, <laughs> I I watch quite a few YouTubers that are you know they they are really into goth culture, and I was wondering mm-hmm. if that had anything to do with uh, witchcraft and like if there was any connection with that because they are interested in you know like the dark arts and that kind of thing. Was is there any connection between the two? Well, I certainly think think there can be. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that uh, initially there is. Um, (laughs) But what I can say is is that what we find in the goth culture is um, kind of a rebellious nature. People who are um, looking at life and saying, you know what, I'm going to embrace some of those those, those uh, darker sides that people don't want to look at. Um, and okay. I think that you get a lot of that in witchcraft. So I, I think that there are a lot of witches who definitely get into the goth scene, but I Mm -hmm. don't know that every goth is a witch. Okay. So interesting. yeah, yeah, they do have a few similar. Yeah, yeah <laughs> wow. it's really cool how everybody has their own personality and stuff. And going mm-hmm. back to the Witches Ball, I want to know, how did you get involved with this? I The, the woman who uh, runs it had a, a store in New Orleans for a while, and uh, she... Mm-hmm was a good friend of my partner, actually. Um, they, they had mutual friends in common. We were at a big conference here that happens in San Jose, California, called Pantheacon, uh, which is another huge event that happens for, for pagans and witches. And I got to meet her there, and uh, she was a fan of the show. 
And next thing I know, you know, we're, we're talking about how she has stage fright and she doesn't like to do that. And, I, and me saying, well, I have no problem with that. If you if you ever need anybody to come and help. And next cool. thing I know, I was being invited to come down. <laughs> so it's, uh, it never hurts to, to put yourself out there, I think. Yeah, definitely. I always take a, a leap of faith whenever you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a yeah. And like, you know, it's just it's just good to believe in yourself and your individualism. And it's great that you're able to find the source of identity, right, as as a witch. Um, and like, I, I talked to a politician a little while ago in San Francisco, and he told me it's it's good to just reach out to make as many connections as you can, because you'll you never know when you'll, you know, stumble upon a connection that'll let you um contribute to something like the New Orleans Ball, you know, and to really help out in the community. And I think it's really great that you and that woman were able to make this connection and really just go all in on this event. Um, And so, like, do you, is, do you, for example, like, when you introduce yourself, do you tell people, like, immediately, like, hey, I identify as a witch, I identify with this subculture, or does it just, you know, casually come up in conversation? You know, nowadays it's a little harder for it to casually come up. Um, that's just <laughs> yeah. gonna look out the show. Yeah. And I, uh-huh. I think if you if you Google me, it's kind of hard to separate the the witch identity from from uh, who I am nowadays. Uh, mm-hmm. But I do definitely believe in living personally for me, living a very transparent life. Um, and mm-hmm. that means that I'm out about being a gay man. I'm out about being a witch. I'm out about being a professional psychic. Um, and because I, I I think that those of us who have the opportunity or the ability to be open about who we are and really embrace mm-hmm. that, I think mm-hmm. that we're able to help other people see that it's okay to embrace themselves too. You know, yeah, so for yeah. me, it's, it, those two things are very much so related. And mm-hmm. that is definitely what this show is all about is empowerment and embracing who you are and, and being your best self. And I want to know about your book really quick. Um, what inspired you to really write this book and how how did you feel that it could empower readers to be their best self? Uh, well, you know, I come from a very small town in rural Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was told that uh, I was never going to leave there, just like the other kids that uh, grew up with me. We were all told we were pretty much mm-hmm. always going to be country bumpkin rednecks. Um, oh, and yeah. there's a lot of a lot of drug issues in the neighborhood that I come from. Um, and mm-hmm. so I used and kind of found witchcraft um, as an avenue to get out of this really oppressive environment that I was I was growing up in. Um, and I wanted to get out of my small town. And so witchcraft gave me the ability to look at things from a different perspective, mm-hmm. uh, again, empower myself. Um, and so, you know, here I am many moons later and I look back on my <laughs> life and I sat down to write the book. I thought, you know, there's got to be other people who are like me growing up in a small town or growing up in an environment that really isn't healthy for them. And they know that um, and they're, they, they want to get out, too. And so I wrote the mm-hmm. book really with that person in mind. Cool. That's very awesome. So when when did you get the inspiration to write your book? When um, did that come to mind? It came about well years ago. Uh, it took me a long time to write this book. It's, it's <laughs> thousand words long. Um, it is a big book. Um, and it took me a long time because I think such a big part of writing a book about empowerment or, or the idea and the concept of power um, mm-hmm. includes doing a lot of that work yourself, you know? So I yeah. think that as I was writing about it, the universe was presenting me with challenges to process so that I, yeah. I, I could kind of work through stuff for my own. Um, and, and luckily that did work out like that. Um, but, you know, it, it probably took, oh, two years to write the book. Oh, wow. And yeah, oh, and then you're looking at, you know, if you go with a traditional publisher, you're looking, you go to an actual publisher instead of self-publishing, you're looking at another year and a half. So it was about a three and a half year period wow. from start to finish. Yeah. Wow, that's insane. Well, thank you for this awesome discussion, Devin. We are out of time, but it was wonderful talking with you. However, we will be with you again in the next segment so guys stay tuned we will be with Devin again for this theme of Halloween during the break be sure to check out our charity site at btsya.org which stands for the Be The Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity I'm Asia Gonzalez 
And I'm Brigitte Gia. Support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. For more information on how to do this, go to bethestaryouare.org and follow our blog. Again, that website is bethestaryouare.org. Don't go anywhere as we continue our talk about Halloween. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The positive message outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting, inspiring program. I'm Asia Gonzalez, and you are listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. This week's topic is all about Halloween, and Devin Hunter, this is his quote, you are capable of yielding incredible magic in your life, and that's a promise. Hunter writes in this comprehensive workbook for witches wanting to elevate their power to the highest level, and it is all about self-empowerment. All right, uh, I'm Bridget Gia, a co-host, and we have our star guest, again, Devin Hunter, back with us again to give us more information on how to empower ourselves. Hi, Devin. Hello. Yeah, it's great. It's great to have you here again on the second segment, and it's wonderful that we're going to be able to continue our conversation. So uh, tell us a little bit more about what you want your book to do for um, other people. Like, do you want it to empower them? Like, what do you want them to take away from your book? I, you know, you know, I wrote this book, uh, keeping in mind that we all have personal struggles. Mm -hmm. And so one of the spiritual values that I carry through my life is that I believe that if we have the ability to do better for ourselves in life, that we have the spiritual obligation to do so as well. So in this book, I try very hard to approach some of those, those issues that do come up in our life that would otherwise keep us from, from being powerful people, from being people who are balanced and processed and, and able to pay our taxes and love our job <laughs> and, our, and our families and all of those things mm-hmm. that, that really make us functioning mm-hmm. members of society. And mm-hmm. I, I felt that, um, at least in the alternative spiritual world, there, there tended to be kind of a lack of, of approach when it came to those topics. Um, and I really wanted to write a book that would, at the very least, help people begin the process of addressing those aspects of themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, like, identity is very important to all of us. And yeah, yeah, like, I, I really feel that... I agree with you. We definitely need sometimes that little push to be able to actually become functioning members of society <laughs> and really get ourselves out there. Um, so it's it's funny because the the message that you just brought about, like about kind of self reliance. Um, we're in my English honors class in high school. We're reading we're reading a few of like the transcendentalist like thoughts um on you know who people are and like what the individual is really capable of and a lot of those same ideas I feel like resonate um with your book in you know that era they stated something about like you want to be your own person and you want to Mm -hmm. kind of be able to rely on yourself so I think that's really cool that there's like this little link between you know the ideas of transcendentalist um, Americans and then people like you who are bringing about a difference of the world today. And you know we definitely still, as human beings, believe that the individual is capable of lot a lot and that we really can push ourselves to the limit. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you may even be surprised to know that a lot of the transcendentalists that were so influential, not just in our country, but in others, have also been mm-hmm. highly influential in contemporary witchcraft. So a lot of oh. those ideas and philosophies have totally made their way into um, what we now consider to be uh, popular witchcraft in America. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so neat. That's actually really cool. Wow. So nice. one thing that I was really talking about, and Brigitte um, Mm-hmm. has made me think of this question is why do you think it's hard for society to really accept uh, people for being who they are and expressing their true selves? I think we fear the stuff that we don't understand. And mm-hmm. I think, in, like, you know, I, I can use witchcraft as a great example um, here. And, and, you know, again, witchcraft is one of those terms that is kind of redefined in every culture it comes from but for the most part at least as a witch you know looking back on the history and looking back on things um, Mm -hmm. what I can say is is that all of the witch trials were started out of fear um, or some weird political reason Um, nothing was ever was ever really um, validated or substantiated Mm -hmm. we all know this there's a reason why why spectral evidence isn't uh, admittable into court anymore Um, Mm -hmm. you know and and it all comes out of this this idea that if it's different, then we can't uh, we can't relate to it. We we can't see eye to eye with it. Um, it is it is a potential threat. You know, these are things that I think really get down to the very root of who we are as a species. Yeah. Believe it or not, yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I think that it's safe to be that. But I, I think it's it, it becomes a problem when it starts to hinder us from being able to make connections that would otherwise you know be really enlightening or beneficial. Um, you know, and I see that as a gay man, I see that in the history of, of what gay people have had to go through in our country, trans people. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that it's something that is a way bigger um, part of, of our species and our background yeah. than we like to, we like to mm-hmm. think it is. Um, but that being the case, you know, if we look at it for what it is, then we can take our power back from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, it, it's, and it's, it's so funny. awesome. Oh, oh sorry, Brigitte. <laughs> sorry, thanks. Um, we've, we've seen that throughout history as well. Yeah. You bring up a good point, like, you know, what the gay community has had to go through and like, Throughout history, I feel like America has really emphasized, hey, we're equal, but we've, you know, we've been hard-pressed to actually hold up that ideal. And, you know, tying onto that, has witchcraft, uh, in essence, actually become, has it become more acceptable, you think, within, like, modern society, or has it been less acceptable? I think it's a lot more acceptable these days uh, than it was (laughs) when I was a kid, um, or even before that, when my my mother was a kid. Um, but I also think a lot of that has to do with uh, pop culture, actually. I'm a, and I'm a big pop culture fan. Um, <laughs> and so things like, you know, uh, Harry Potter and uh, Secret Circle and The mm-hmm. Witches of the East End and, you know, all of those shows that have come out, Charmed, Practical, you know, all of those things really ended up putting the, that kind of seed in people's mind that says, hey, there may be something else out there. Um, and a lot of that, of course, is fantastical. And, you know, we all know that. But um, mm-hmm. I... I I think because of that, it at the very least has made room at the table for some of these alternative spiritual practices. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And what we uh, had mentioned earlier about how people are starting to have that seed planted in their mind, we're becoming more and more accepting. Uh, What I love about what you mentioned earlier is the way we are as a species. It's so amazing to think about the variety that we have as a species you know there's so many different people there are so many different personalities there are different thought processes mentalities and the way people want to express themselves we are all individual and we are all different from one another there's no um two same personalities which is absolutely insane and with the topic of acceptance and seeing people as who they are and seeing the diversity and variety in each other as a society and a community, what can we do to really scrap that thought process and do away with that mentality of not accepting people for who they are? I think the first uh, thing we'd have to do is accept that we aren't who we think we are um, mm-hmm. as people. You know, we, we live in a world of ego. And so we often kind of get locked in our mind and this yeah. is the day to day. But mm-hmm. that all that does is it serves to keep us in our own bubble and our own kind of consciousness bubble. Um, mm-hmm. And it and it 
ends up causing um, us to push other people away or, yeah. or even deny access when we really could be making a connection. Um, mm-hmm. And so for me, I think, and, and again, it's kind of gets back to, you know, a uh, big part of why I wrote the book. If we can deal with our own stuff, if we can deal with the, the things that keep us down otherwise, then we won't be trying to keep other people down. Mm-hmm. That, exactly. that, that, that kind yeah. of compulsive thing that's inside of us just won't be there. And I think oh that's God, also so wonderful like, too about our species as human beings that is that we're able to make connections with one another in the way that we express ourselves, which is so cool because if you think about it, we have our own little communities that we have because of the way we express ourselves and because of the people who we identify with and who we identify ourselves as. Yeah, it's... um. You know what that reminds me of, though, is um, right now in the presidential election, I, I read an article the other day about Hillary Clinton's daughter and Donald Trump's daughter, you know, Ivanka and Chelsea, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because they, they, you know, they're on opposing sides of the spectrum, right? Their parents are running against each other in the presidential election, but the two of them like they're they're really fast friends and they've been friends for a long time and they also have a lot of things in common with their lifestyle and their interests and their ages you know they're they're pretty close in age as well so it's funny that <laughs> they you know they're on opposite sides but they're such close friends and they've been able to make that um connection mm-hmm. by like identifying as themselves instead of you know as their parents like shadow yeah or their what their option. environment is Mm-hmm. Exactly, and so like, maybe they read your book and they like, tied that in. <laughs> um, yeah, well, tying in on that though, like you know, we do we do need to be interconnected to be able to kind of survive as a species. Yeah. And so, who Devin is the most supportive person in your life who's you know helped you get through some of the stuff that you had to deal with. Oh, I've, you know, I've, I've been a really lucky guy because I've had a lot of incredible people in my life. Um, my mom, I, I know this is not totally hokey, but my mom, I have really, uh, you know, and <laughs> we don't course. agree on politics and we don't, don't agree on all the other stuff. But, but at the end of the day, you know, who do I call if I'm upset or, you know, if I need just somebody to listen to me and say, mm-hmm. hey, Devin, you're going to get up tomorrow. The sun is going to mm-hmm. come up with you and you're mm-hmm. going to conquer tomorrow. Today just was a mistake or today was just a blip on the radar. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my mom. You know, and, and, um, and awesome. I, you know, and I also no. have I, <laughs> partners and see, so yeah, I'm a really lucky guy, but um, when it comes to the support and, and because of that, yeah. I see how important it is to have support in your life. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I also have a really, we, we call them tribe, which is what we kind of refer to as like our chosen family, the, the friends who made it a little further than just being a friend, you know, that you, they feel like your brother or your sister, um, mm-hmm. th- those tribe, as we like to call them. Um, I've got a, I've got a really big tribe all over the country. You know, I, I'm, I'm a lucky guy. So, um, oh, wow. I, That's good. I, I think we need that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One, one more important question, because it is the theme of Halloween. Devin, what is your favorite Halloween candy and why? Reese, Reese cups, totally, always. Um, <gasps> yes! Oh, nice. <laughs> and and oh, why is a really easy answer. It, the reason why is just because chocolate and peanut butter. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I don't need to explain any further than that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, yes, I, is... I definitely agree with you. Oh, yeah. my God, that's my favorite candy. Oh, well, I, anyway, <laughs> I know it's so brilliant. It's my favorite. I probably had to disagree, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> well, anyway, Devin, this was an amazing conversation. Thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Um, guys, listeners, be sure to check out Devin's website and um, check out his book on empowerment and witchcraft. And during the break, everyone, be sure to check out our brand new radio site at expressyourselfteenradio.com for photos, descriptions, links, and more. Also, please visit our charity site at bethestarreward.org and watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are and also again check out Devin's website at kingofwitches.com and you will find everything you want to know about him and his books and his upcoming events again that is kingofwitches.com and stay right here with us as we continue our chilling discussion on Halloween care how you got here we're just glad you showed up you're listening to voice america kids show the world your smile be the star you are 
If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, teens talk and the world listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. Today's topic is Halloween. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Gia. For this segment, we are with Andrew Drage, also known as Bruin. Uh, and he that's the pseudonym for Andrew. And he graduated in 1998 with a first-class degree from La Trobe University, majoring in zoology, f- philosophy, and statistics. He works as a respected IT developer and analyst in Melbourne and has been writer, editor, and designer for six titles in the highly acclaimed Gamebook Adventures Digital Interactive Fiction series. His debut novel, Evermore, an introduction, was published to Critical Acclaim in 2001 and has been republished twice since. The Dark Horde is his second fiction novel published in 2012, and he also is the author of Gamebook Adventures Infinite Universe, which was also first published in 2012. Hello, Bruin. Hello. Hi, guys. How are you? Great. How are you? Fantastic. So tell us a bit about yourself. Let the audience know what the Bruin is all about. Yep. So, um, as 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 your introduction already um, alluded to, I um, had a scientific background in terms of academic mm-hmm. studies, um, and then I guess from there I went into IT, um, which is essentially where I've worked <laughs> in terms of making a living ever since, um, doing development uh, work and programming and uh, database work. Uh, but always maintained a, a writing interest, um, always been involved um, not only in writing stories but also um, creating games um, mm-hmm. and, and playing games. I've always had uh, a significant interest there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The people oh, wow. who can create games and software and stuff, I just I find you guys absolute geniuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> like, whoa. And, you know, my dad is an IT guy and he he never has any time to really do anything outside of his work and then maybe like cooking dinner sometimes. Yeah. So he got to eat. Yeah. And so it's like it's it's you know, it's hard being an IT guy and working with software because it takes a lot of time. So how do you how do you handle like writing all of these novels and then, you know, like creating games and then also focusing on your IT work? Yeah, well, I suppose uh, it certainly helps for me uh, that, mm-hmm. well, the current uh, role that I'm in, I get to work from home, so that makes a huge difference. Um, mm-hmm. It makes it quite easier to, to juggle the different things, as you say. Um, uh, yeah. It, it also means sometimes you never really mm-hmm. leave the office. Um, <laughs> no commute, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're, and you're always connected Um your emails are always on. Um, mm-hmm. 
really always on Skype and things like that as well. So, you know, and working with people around the globe as well, you know, it might be three in the morning for you, but it's, you know, <laughs> middle of their work day. So, yeah, you get at all times and things come Time up. Time differences are crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it has its benefits uh, in terms of working from home. You save the commute time, as you say, um, and it's certainly – uh, easier to to manage multiple things at once because you can spend a bit of time on something and then jump mm-hmm. to something else. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, it's 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 manageable but challenging sometimes. Yeah, yeah definitely. So you are in Australia, and That's- I really want to know, and I'm sure Brigitte wants to know, how mm-hmm. is Halloween um, in Australia? Yeah, so it, it's certainly become a, a bigger thing in recent years. Um, I mean, I remember as a kid, uh, which for me was oh, 25-odd years oh. ago, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I went trick-or-treating then. Um, oh, yeah, of course. And, and it, it wasn't such a, 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 a common thing um, where I grew up back then. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, it, you see kids doing it all the time. So it's it's certainly become a, a, a bigger thing here. Um, yeah. You are never too That's old. Good. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun, right? It is. Well, yeah. It's so fun. Andy, I mean, it's great. It's a good time. Well, yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, you know, you just talked about trick-or-treating. And definitely, like, in the States, that's also pretty big. We've got a lot of... <laughs> pretty huge. Yeah. You should see all the Halloween yeah, stores on every doors. single street. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and so, like, you know, trick-or-treating is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and, oh, I'm glad to hear that trick-or-treating is, like, big in Australia, too. Yeah. that's, like, yeah, that's well, definitely a defining feature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's become just, a lot bigger. Yeah, super exciting. And so hmm. what are some, you know, are there any other traditions for Halloween that you guys have that maybe we might not know of? <laughs> uh, oh, I can't really think of anything, you know. Yeah, that's, nah. that's yeah. I, I imagine it'd be fairly similar um, mm-hmm. where you are. So, you know, people tend to dress up or have Halloween parties where they all dress up in you know various horror costumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, have you know weird sort of punch with eyeballs floating in it, or you know, <laughs> that's the best kind of punch. But yeah. what I think is really funny, <laughs> I think is really funny is that, you know, we're no longer geared towards scary costumes. We're kind of really floating more towards people who are very relevant, who are uh, very uh, influential in life. You know, we got politician costumes, which is actually really hilarious. And we got um, actor costumes. You can look like a certain actor. And oh, there gosh. is... Literally, I don't know if you guys know who this is, but her name, mm-hmm. is, she does a channel <laughs> called Miranda Sings. They literally have a costume for her. Oh, Miranda she is, Sings. She is just wow. a YouTube star, which is really crazy because they already have costumes for somebody like that, which is hilarious to think that now that's that's what we do for Halloween. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's not what I was expecting to hear at all. No, definitely <laughs> not. But uh, on a other side note, you got you have this book called The Dark Horde. Can you tell us about that? Yep. So um, essentially, The Dark Horde it's it's set in 1989. So it's mm-hmm. set mm-hmm. at the end of the 80s. Um, it's set in rural um, Australia. So it's it's a small country town, if you like, and. In a nutshell, it's about the return of an ancient evil. So um, something that's very um, mysterious and not really uh, fully explained, which is kind of the, the idea of it. Um, often something's more horrifying. Mm-hmm. You don't really know what it is. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I guess... Um, I should point out that it's it's not really um, targeted, like it's targeted towards an adult audience mm-hmm. as such. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it, it's basically like a horror slash thriller. Oh, very, very cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's like a you know that's always 
a neat topic to, or like a neat subject uh, genre to work with, because you can definitely take it in so many different ways. You know, you can work with horror, and you can That's work not. with the thriller aspect. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. Um, so we have this character, Brian Derwent, right? And he's head of the local police station. And he's trying to handle a bunch of like different things. Um, mm-hmm. I have a question related to Halloween for this. Would you? Would you? Do like a Freaky Friday switch with him? Would you ever consider um, <laughs> like a switching per- or people uh, switching persons with him for maybe like a day or like doing the novel? <laughs> Would you want to be him? Probably not because he doesn't get a very good time in the book. Yeah, he's um. Uh, he's, he's not for the not that. for the thrill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, his world around him um, collapses. Um, mm. and, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could pretend to be him for <laughs> for Halloween. Dress <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> up. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, like I guess, I guess. Um, Personally, you know, it's it's like you kind of want to experience the thrill, but you definitely, I guess, want to do it vicariously because you don't want to go through like all of the <laughs> all of the harder parts. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. So, how, what inspired you to write the book, and how did you how did you decide to become a writer and start writing this book? Okay, so to answer the second part of that. Uh, first um, essentially for me um, and I understand that it's different for different people but mm-hmm. I always knew that I, I wanted to be a writer um, it was something mm-hmm. that um, yeah I, I think I wrote my first story when I was about five or six oh, wow. um, and yeah I'm somewhat proud to say that it was a horror story um, oh, cool. <laughs> I, had, I had all my family in it, and there were uh, different disasters that happened. And start them uh, young. Yeah, everyone died in the end, and um, oh, man. <laughs> I think I've kept that same tendency over the years. Um, so yeah, I always knew that I wanted to be a writer. Um, it was just something mm-hmm. that I always enjoyed doing, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is very important as a writer. By the way, that you have to be doing it because you truly mm-hmm. love doing um, So, uh-huh. yeah, so from there um, I went on to um, to then, uh, I suppose, refine my craft over the years, um, mm-hmm. stories, uh, worked with um, established authors that mentored me over the years. Um, mm-hmm. And the Dark Horde... Um, for example, was something that I initially started writing in 1989. It was, you know, initially current day. And then it sat around um, and then I rewrote it. I started working with um, one author in particular that's written a lot of children's books. She's written over 100 books. Her name's Margaret Clark. Um, probably haven't heard of her over there Um but she she was the one that really instilled in me um, a, a sense of a belief in myself that um, that I could do it and that you know it was publishable and um, that I could go on with this. Um, and then again, I worked on it and then it and then it sat it went back to the to the shelf and sat around mm-hmm. for a number of years later. And it was always something that I wanted to finish and come back to. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it a long, long, slow process. Aged, you know, it it yeah. aged better, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it turned out different from what it would have been back then. <laughs> you know, I like to think that, uh, yeah, it was a lot better for that. Yeah, it turned out for the better. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, thank you so much, uh, Andrew, for this wonderful discussion. Uh, During the break, be sure to check out Andrew's site at thebruin.com. You guys can check out his book, his game book adventures, everything you want to know about Bruin. Also, visit our charity at btsya.org, which stands for the Be the Star You Are 501c3 Literacy and Positive Media Charity. And for more info, go to events at our website at btsya.org. I'm Asia Gonzalez. 
And I'm Brigitte Gia. Visit Express Yourself Teen Radio for more information about our show. Again, that website is expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back, we will be continuing our inspiring conversation on Halloween with Andrew. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself. I'm Asia Gonzalez. And I'm Brigitte Gia. Today, the theme for our show is all about Halloween. And we are here back again with Andrew Dretch, uh, also known as Bruin. And Bruin is the author of The Dark Horde, part thriller, part crime fiction, all supernatural horror. The Dark Horde tells us of the return of an ancient evil that is neither stoppable nor comprehensible. Uh, it's placed in 1989 in rural Victoria, Australia. And... Basically, the plot is something is preying upon the township of Hauqua Hills, and Brian Derwent, the head of the local police station, must grapple with the investigation and his disintegrating personal life and the unseen forces that are not of this world. Uh, Bruin is also the author of Gamebook Adventures, Infinite Universe, uh, which were first published in 2012. Hi, Bruin. How are you going? Thank you for, again, joining us for this segment. It's great to have you on the show, and... Thus far, it's been like an awesome conversation. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, and so kind of continuing with um, our last segment and all about kind of how your career has moved and, you know, like what your books are all about. Um, tell us a little bit more about the game book adventures um, that were published in 2012 or started out in 2012. Like how has that grown and like what are some of your favorite parts about the series that you've written? Yeah, so um, basically, um, to give you a very quick background onto how mm-hmm. that came about, um, I just uh, completed a course in computer game programming, and mm-hmm. uh, there's a, a network of indie computer game programmers and artists and, and all, all the rest around that. Um, mm-hmm. And they had an open mic night, so where you stood up and, and talked about your own work and were promoting cool. what you were doing. And there happened to be this this guy who just started up his own um, independent game studio, Tin Man Games, mm-hmm. and he was talking about recreating um, the Choose Your Own Adventure books or the Fighting Fantasy books of the 80s in digital format. And I thought cool. to myself, oh, my God, that's what I grew up with as a kid. That's what inspired me to write. That's what got me into role-playing games like Dungeons and & Dragons and all that yes. sort of stuff. Yes, <laughs> awesome. So, so I bowed him up afterwards because he, he actually said he was looking for authors. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I became involved um, in those early stages um, when he was just getting the, the studio going and it was really just him and another guy. Um, and that's when I started to, uh, not only write my sci-fi, which, um, is the infinite universe that I was writing over the course of the next year and a bit. Um, but mm-hmm. I was also working on their other titles, which were mostly fantasy. So, uh, fantasy, choose your own adventure stories in a digital format with mm-hmm. pictures, 
Um, and you've also got a very basic uh, character sheet with where you roll dice and that sort of thing. Um, and it's even got achievements and all that sort of thing. And yes. and Yeah, all, all of that sort of stuff, but wrapped around a story. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I got to uh, be involved. Um, so I've been involved in six of their titles in total, mm-hmm. including the one that I wrote. Yeah. Oh my God, that's amazing. Oh, honestly, like, thank you so much for making these types of things and like choose your own adventure <laughs> stuff. I, you know, I love story games and especially on my iPhone and I just download them by yeah. the dozen. And, you know, what sucks sometimes is that a lot of the games that I'm playing are kind of, you know, really, really repetitive. And there's this one game that keeps, you know, you have a certain set of actions and then it's just the same storyline over and over. And they like make you build up all of these like achievements before you move on. I'm like, I want the story and there's not much literature either. And so thank you so much. I just like to say for like making these games. They're like my life. (laughs) They're available um, not only on uh, iOS, so that's your iPhones and iPads, Mm -hmm. they're on Android, Um, there's even versions for PC, Mac and Linux as well, so... Very um, cool. Download all of them. (laughs) So, um, I should uh, add in uh, their website, so that's Tin Man Games, all Mm. is one word, dot com. uh, Awesome. Tin Man Games. Yeah, all of, uh, they're up to somewhere in the 20s of how many titles they've released, possibly mm-hmm. even. Sweet. Definitely yeah, check them out, you guys. It's a lot. Yes. So, and it covers fantasy, sci-fi. There's even some horror in there. Um, there's even uh, some, like, uh, almost Twilight-inspired romance stuff in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah. Pretty are much you anything. team Jacob or are you team Edward? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, those are always cool. And then, like, I also, um, is is the Game Book Adventures, are they, is it kind of, like, um, point and click? Like, is it, uh, how, what is, what is, like, the game type? Like, yeah, how do you play so it? So it's not uh, point and click uh, so mm-hmm. much. It's 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 basically um, it's recreating the experience of reading a book. So you're actually turning mm-hmm. the pages and reading text. There'll be pictures and there'll be links. So you know it's mm-hmm. it's like uh, yeah the choose your own adventures or the goosebumps. Um, so oh basically you'll be the character in the story and you'll have choices. You know do you want to do mm-hmm. this? Do you want to do this? And then. Um, sometimes you may not be able to take a certain choice if you don't have a certain item. Um, and in some of them, um, you'll even have dice battles. So you've got a Oh, my God. Know, <laughs> and it brings up your character sheet and you might even have some abilities you can use that help you in that combat. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, they'll have maps, pictures, all sorts of stuff. So uh, all wrapped around a, a story. So they're pretty yeah. cool. That's so fun. Oh my god. I need to I need to download like all of these. I'm very excited <laughs> about it. So cool. <laughs> and so like, you know, there's I I've met several people like myself who are kind of very, very, very into story games and I'm very excited about that but what has the reception been to the game books uh, adventure series, you know, including your own books and like how, how has that been taken in by the public? Um, yeah, they've, they've been a pretty, um, I mean, I suppose relatively speaking, but they've been mm-hmm. a massive success, I, I yes. think it's fair to say. <laughs> um, in terms of uh, where the, the indie studio has gone, they started from um, initially just having enough funding to do six titles to then mm-hmm. not only, you know, have gone from strength to strength, expanded their team, done a whole bunch of stuff across all different genres, but they've also um, obtained the digital license to recreate um, many of the game books from the 80s, um, mm-hmm. including um, one of the biggest series of them all, which is, which is the Fighting Fantasy series, which oh. was huge in the UK and Australia in particular. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much in the US, but... You know, it was certainly you know established there as well. So, so mm-hmm. 
you know, it demonstrates their success that they've been able to acquire many of these licenses to produce. Um, and one of the mm-hmm. ones they've produced, in fact, is is the original Fighting Fantasy book, which they've done not quite as a as an actual book. They've done it; mm-hmm. it's still very much story based, but it's more almost like a board game. So you're actually oh, moving pieces wow. around a three D map, um, mm-hmm. and it's 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 pretty amazing. Yeah, more like yeah. a and so. You know, yeah, I, I think that I was really mm-hmm. excited about that because I grew up with that as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I feel like I feel like that kind of thing, and really the popularity of the game book adventures, maybe shows like the individual's desire to map out his own or her own like life story or like adventure. And I think exactly. that kind of falls in line. Yeah, it kind of kind of falls in line with like you know you always wanting to be a writer, right? <laughs> and like yeah. actually being able to you know make that for yourself and publish the Dark Horde and you know work on all of these amazing um, interactive novels. And I just I really think that's incredible because it does sound like you're really living your dream (laughs) yeah it's it's um it's pretty amazing to actually you know have gotten into writing and gaming through these books and then fast forward you know 20 plus years and Mm -hmm. now I'm actually exchanging emails with these these original writers from the 80s and (laughs) and they're praising my work and and you sort of have to pinch yourself and Mm -hmm. go, hang on, I'm actually talking (laughs) to my idol here and he's saying, you know, I love what you're doing. It's, 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 it's quite amazing. Yeah. That's incredible. (laughs) Like the original, oh my gosh, that's so neat. And you're able to, you know, get great feedback from this. That reminds me though, I saw, I saw a post. um, It's like, I, I saw a post of, this is kind of like mundane, but I saw a girl who dressed up as her, you know, celebrity, like her celebrity to be for her school, like project or something. And then the actual celebrity, I think it was Rihanna, like commented like, whoa, you look great. So it's kind of like that feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. That's incredible. And so, you know, you've definitely, you've had this growing path where you've been able to, you know, start out with a dream and again, make it concrete and like, grow to the point where these incredible, like, iconic authors are noticing your works. And so what advice would you give, you know, to anyone else that is, you know, aspiring to be an author or, like, trying to make their own name in the world? Yeah, I mean, for me, the most important thing, and and in many ways Mm -hmm. I think you need to keep reminding yourself of this, is to remember why you're doing it and and that is the passion that is you know art for art's sake it's 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 wanting to to put out into the world something that you've created and mm-hmm. um i mean it's one of those things you can um i'm sure as as you'd know there's this thousands and thousands of sites that'll give you different advice and you should go about it this way and do this way and you always take those on board but ultimately um you need to find you know Mm -hmm. your own path and um and ultimately just remember why you're doing it and Mm -hmm. um, there will be challenges there will be great successes there will be you know failures but that's all part of part of the journey i guess you could say yeah Uh, and yeah, above all, enjoy it and remember why you're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's a you know that's a brilliant message. I definitely because I'm uh, personally myself. I really I really do want to become a writer as well, <laughs> and so need to need to take that into account. Need to make sure that I don't get down with the failures. And you know, yeah. there's always going to be successful um, times. And so, thank you so much for being being on our show today Bruin and that was oh, an amazing thank you so message much for that, having you know me. yeah thank you and you've just like I, I really need to download all these games and so <laughs> uh, listeners yeah sure. thank you <laughs> all right so uh, listeners and everybody who's listening make sure to check out uh, Bruin and his book The Dark Horde at thebruin.com uh, again also Reference by Bruin, uh, the website Tin Man Games to find more information about the game show adventures. Uh, sadly, we do have no more time. Uh, thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, 
be the star you are and our Voice America Kids crew, especially our engineer, Matt. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Um, you have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to btsya.org and our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, have a spooky Halloween, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express to yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars could shine between the lines if you would let yourself go.